This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. He likes women. He likes hunting. He likes boats. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? We're back. Fantastic. We're back. Back with back another great episode. Um, but before we get into what today's episode is, uh, one thing Mike and I wanted to talk about was, uh, so if you hadn't seen it, I posted a link to it. Uh, I actually saw it because Christopher Page from Time Shifters podcast posted about a new movie coming out and I think what it say Valentine's Day for uh Fantasy Island. Um yeah, definitely a lot darker and more evil even than the reboot version <laughs> that came out in like yeah. the late 90s, but I got to say so you you forwarded that to me and yeah. I immediately clicked on it. And like you said it's very very dark uh very, very evil. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "What? The, I love it. It would seem like such a great because it's like you know we talk about that. Like, who is Mister Rourke? What is he all about? Right? You know? Yeah. And there no, seems they, to be a little you know black magic to him. Yeah. This looks good. I think <laughs> based on the yeah, you know like, ninety seconds I saw, but yeah. Yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely seem very excited about it, more so than I thought you would. <laughs> yeah, but um, well, the thing yeah, is, it, like, it's even the trailer starts out very like you know fun and fantasy islandish and everything, yeah. you know, and then it just gets twisted. You see people like so, getting dragged yeah. away. I don't know. Something's, yeah, <laughs> right. It's like, getting, like Nightmare basically Elm waterboarded. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, it's rough. I don't know if it's going to be any good. But I don't either. I mean, sometimes, you know, the trailers are, are misleading, but sometimes I enjoy just the trailer. That's enough for me. Right. Just to get but I will say it does seem like a perfect uh, date movie for Valentine's Day. What do you think? <laughs> sure, sure. That'll do it. Um, be, oh, honey, I'm taking you to go see a movie. It's perfect for Valentine's Day. Fantasy Island. Everyone gets to live out their fantasies. She's like, oh, that sounds great. <laughs> She's in the the scare factor and she snuggles up to you. Yeah. And then people are getting murdered or whatever. Right. right. Yeah. So anyway, um, we'll be talking more about that. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Mike and I are thinking maybe we have to watch that and uh, report back on that one. I would say. I would say so. Compare it to uh, Ricardo Montalban and. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, compare it to the pilot episode of Fantasy Island. Which, right. If you guys haven't listened to that, go and check out our Fantasy Island episode, the pilot one, or either one. We have two now. Yeah. But the pilot definitely was just darker than we thought it should have been. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, but, for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, darker than we remembered, for sure. Yes. Bill Bixby in a role you will never forget. Let's put it that way. Hell yeah. Um, but then on another note, too, is things that are newer that uh, I've watched. I just finished watching Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime. 
Um, I basically started watching it yesterday at five, and I went to bed at midnight, and I only had one episode left to go. Whoa. <laughs> That's some serious watching. Yeah, I just basically, wow. it was like, I was telling my wife, it was like one of those things where it's like, okay, I got to see what happens next. Because, you know, wow. they had really good cliffhangers, I thought. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I liked the first one, too. I think this season might have been better. Um, basically, I think, because not that I didn't, you know, I knew Jack Ryan character already anyway, but knew these people as these characters. So yeah. it's easier to get into it right away. Um, right. But... Uh, I found oh, it that's enjoyable. Some, that's some binge watching. How many episodes is that? Eight. It was eight episodes, and I watched seven of them one day and then seven one today. <laughs> really? Like you couldn't just wrap it up? You it was midnight. I couldn't. St- I'm like, I got to go to bed. I can't, couldn't stay oh. awake any longer. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, no, I do recommend it. Uh, a lot of good action, intrigue, um, you know, got the usual people in there. And then there was one woman in there. I'm like, who is this? And I'm like, I've looked her up because, uh, you know, not to ring any bells, but, you know, Amazon's x-ray thing that they have. It, I realized the one of the female leads was from Prometheus. Um, um, then, like, once I saw that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right, from Prometheus. She does her own operation on herself, basically. Wow. <laughs> so, that's pretty good. Yeah. No, it's, I, uh, def- um, it was definitely a good time. I enjoyed my it. My only contribution is that um, – I signed up for Disney Plus for free. Yeah, we did too. So yeah. I, anyone out there who's a Verizon Unlimited customer? Oh uh, yeah, you, you get look. one free year of uh, Disney Plus. So check that out. So you can I've binge been, watch all it. the uh, early Disney, all the Marvel, movies, all the nineteen thirties Disney movies in one night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, so my boys pushed me for it because uh, they're Marvel fans, and it's got all the Marvel stuff. Yes, on there now, so. I've been hearing about that. For weeks before it, and then several days after it launched, why are we not signed up for it yet? <laughs> so. I mean, the price isn't bad. It's like seven bucks. But no, yeah, like and you could have what six accounts and four people streaming at one time. So yeah, it's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad. And there's a lot of content on there. So um, and they are not sponsors of the show. Um, not yet. No, you no, know, I'm sure. No. I'm sure. Any day now. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just. I mean, the, not that we've ever phone, done any Disney. I'll product. admit, I. <laughs> I haven't picked up the phone every time it's a wrong, so it could you know, we could have missed it, but yeah, uh, rung, rang, but uh, ringed. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll uh, yeah we'll look we'll pursue the affiliate uh, connection there or something. Yeah, I'm sure. All right, all right. So what did we watch for today? So I don't I don't have the year in front of me, but we watched 1984. Um, 1984. Oh yeah, I should know that. We watched uh, Cover Up, the uh, second episode, first episode after the pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was entitled Death in Vogue. Right. And as Mike and I were talking about beforehand, it should have been called Murder in Vogue. It just sounds better. Um, it does. It f- flows better. We weren't sure if there was some other thing titled that, and that's why they, did, they didn't do it. But um, but yeah, we, we both kept referring to it as Murder in <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, September. Vogue. Yeah, September 29th, nineteen eighty four. So, um, real quick, I just want to go through a few people that were on this because there were a lot of people that did stuff. Some I was surprised about. So Duquesne. Now, okay. So Mike and I, we do not have a DVD version of this, so we have to find other methods. So the quality 
was not great. So some people was kind of hard to tell who they were because it was a little bit on the grainy side. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so anyway, we have uh, Duquesne, um, probably the the big guest star, Tristan Rogers, and people who would know him from Scorpio and General Hospital. So it was one of those things where I saw him like, who is this guy? And as soon as I looked him up, I'm like, oh yeah, he was supposed to be a badass and you know General Hospital and. Uh, he pulled it off about as well there as he did here, being a badass, in my opinion. <laughs> um, he's really not the type for it, in my opinion, but whatever. Um, we had Hoyt Axton as uh, a man named Cody, uh, Dallas police officer. Uh, we, you know, he's a singer, actor, you know, best known acting probably for Gremlins, right? He was the person who brought the Mogwai home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I knew, like, I knew the, I knew, I knew the guy from somewhere. I'm like. I just couldn't place it. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's I gotcha. It. His voice is kind of a giveaway in my opinion, but um Oh, and then the police captain in Dallas, I think, where Cody we see him in the beginning. Uh Boomer from Battlestar Galactica. Right. Um uh Herbert Jefferson. Um, Mike's favorite show, Battlestar Galactica, favorite show that's we've right. done. <laughs> that's right. I love that one. Can't wait to do another. Uh huh. Um, then we have a couple smaller roles in this show, but um, one of the guys, his name was Rick. He was kind of like a helper along with uh, um, uh, Danielle, the photographer. Uh, Michael T. I think that's how you say his name. Michael T. Williamson, probably best known as Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, he was one name where they got the name Bubba Gump Shrimp. The guy who was all in the shrimp. Remember? Get the hell out of here. That was him. No. Yeah, that's him. He's like 19 huh. in this episode or whatever. I mean, he's yeah. too young. Um, yeah, So totally. there's that. So now, then, then one of the girls, um, she's the one that, well, I don't want to give away what happens to her yet. But anyway, <laughs> Sherry, the blonde, uh, I mean, sorry, Rachel, um, kind of the, She let's just say she's on a boat with the guy at one point. But anyway, her name is okay, Sherry yeah. J. Wilson. I'm like, you know, she looks familiar, but again, grainy, couldn't really tell. Well, she was on after this, um, which she was only on like a couple episodes of this, I think. She was in Dallas for 127 episodes as April. I didn't really watch that show that much, so I didn't really recognize her. Also, yeah. though, if you're a fan of Walker, Texas Ranger, she played Alex Cahill on uh, all 196 episodes of that. So, Dang, she was busy. Yeah, so she had a good little career after being a relatively small person in this episode, basically, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. So anyway, those are the big people. And then, um, yeah, that's about it I have for that. Yeah, I'm so. just, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling through photos of uh, Hoyt Axton and a lot of, um, you know, a lot of guitar and playing guitar. And then yeah. sadly, I come across a newspaper headline that says heart attack claims singer Hoyt Axton. So, yeah, and I don't think he was very uh, old either, was he? 61, yeah. No. He's got a kind of like Brian Dennehy look to him, you know? Yeah, but yeah. Maybe like like a healthier, <laughs> I don't know. Or like a healthier a, Brian know. Dennehy? I don't know about <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> well, well, I, yeah. He died, maybe he, di- he died younger, but I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not anyway. sure about that. Okay. All right, so what uh, happens in this uh, episode? All right, let's get, so. Let's get down to it. Let's get in it. All right. So, um, you know, we'd start out with the, the eerie music right away. And, um, 
uh, we're looking at some black and white frame photos of a model kind of like in a in an apartment. And then this woman enters. I'm going to assume she's a model because kind of like maybe even the girl that was in the pictures. Um, and she's like, Jesse, I'm home. You know, so you're expecting someone else talking to the cat. And then um, so as she's taking her shoes off, she she hears something like I'm guessing she lives alone, hears something, then just kind of brushes it off. So it's just you know, a cat, you know. Yeah. Go into the bathroom and start the shower. That's how every like horror movie kind of starts <laughs> right, out. Exactly, you know? yeah. Yeah. So so she does she's got the water running and then this we see this dude come creeping in and he pets the cat and he's got like leather gloves on, so you know, not a good sign. No. Someone has gloves on indoors. And right. then um, he goes into the bathroom and she is like not startled at all. Startled. She's just like, Oh, Hey, it's you. Uh, yeah, you scared me. What are you, what are you doing? You know, I thought you were away at the embassy party and he, he doesn't like make conversation. He just goes and stabs her. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's usually a bad sign when someone's creeping slowly towards you while you're in the shower and you're talking yeah. to them, and they're not saying anything back, and they're wearing right. gloves indoors. Yeah, those are right. usually all the bad and signs right there. It's it's like a, a formula right there. It's just right. That's when you probably should take the shower head nozzle and spray him in the face, and then run the other way or something. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't, rec- didn't, I didn't remember well. she said something about being at an embassy party. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, who? You know, how many people go to an embassy party? So that narrows it down. Um, and then. You know, they also didn't try at all to hide who the murderer was in this episode. No, uh, they did not. There was no. There was no figuring know, typically, out who it was. This yeah, was typically there's suspicion. Kind of there's, you know, you get misled. Oh, embassy party must be some type of, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Diplomat. <laughs> Diplomat. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. And uh, you know, but no, it's the cab driver. No, that's not. It was clearly who who they were stating. They were setting it up to be so. Um, then right away we cut to the news, and, and this is like the third model that's been killed. And uh, then we go to like the police station, and this old guy, cop, uh, he's getting Co- chewed out. Cody Hoyt Exton, yes, yeah, yeah Cody, because he you know pretty much talked to the press and was like, "Yeah, third model has been killed in you know a month." And really should be talking about that, but his daughter was one of the models that were killed. Right. Yeah. So, so he's, he's got a little. He's, you know, as they like to say, he's a little too close to this case. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure how he got put on the case, or maybe he wasn't officially. He just. Kind of well, that, and I think that's it. just it. He wasn't officially on it. He's been kind of doing his own stuff, and that's why I think he was getting yelled at too, because he's been. He's like, I know it's this guy. You know, he's using his diplomatic immunity, which anytime I hear that, I have to think of what was the weapon. Which yeah, no. which one was that one? Was that the second one? Like three, three, maybe. No, it was two. I think. Yeah, no, it was two. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, two. yeah, it was two because that's the one with Leo gets in it. The first one. Anyway. So yeah, 
So basically, this guy is like, I, I don't care. This is what I'm doing. He's going. He's leaving for Italy. He's going to get on an airplane. He's like, well, you can't go. And he's like, well, here, take my badge. And he's like, yeah, he just quits on the spot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm just, I'm going. I don't care. And yeah. that's when we cut to Italy. And I loved it on the bottom when they like have like a establishing shot. It just says in like small type, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. In I mean, case you weren't paying attention. Like, they don't even bother like picking a city. They're like, you know what? We no, don't have the is, budget. This is the this budget. This is the we entire have. country. We don't know where <laughs> this footage came from. <laughs> exactly. I'm not even entirely sure. This is Italy. We're just gonna put it on the bottom. <laughs> yeah, just pretend. You know, it's like clearly the coast of California, but right. Uh, and then we see like he's already there in Italy, and he's just like buying like a sniper rifle on the street from some guy. It's like his first stop. Like. <laughs> He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. And he's buying that, a high power rifle. That's what you wear in Italy when you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. And it's like one of those. I mean, they're all, I mean, maybe they're all like this, but like it's one of those things you could like take apart and like, you know, put it in a suitcase. Yeah. It was like, or, it was like a high power assassin rifle. It was like, <laughs> exactly. It's like assembling exactly. it. You know? And they weren't even like pretending like they were in like Sicily, which everyone always says, you know, like that's where all the mob people are from, Sicily or whatever. But no, just on the street it, in Italy. I think, yeah. I mean, and it was it wasn't even like under the count. I mean, it was like plain <laughs> no. sight. Like this is where the assassination store where you yeah. buy these things. Yeah, let me show you how it works. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Italy. Uh, Here's your rifle. A horrible accent. But. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so then we also have uh, uh, Oscar Goldman, right? He's there. <laughs> yeah, Henry's. In, he's Henry in this show. He's Richard Henry, Anderson. Yeah. Yes. I've 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 trouble differentiating. So he he he's dishing out the case to um, I can't it's Mac, Mac and and Danielle Danielle okay so he's dishing out the case to them and he explains you know Cody thinks this it's this diplomat uh, Duquesne that's the killer uh, but they think Cody's going to kill Duquesne so which seems reasonable right and right. Then, uh, you know, Duquesne has rented this penthouse. This is what I heard. I thought I had heard. Duquesne rented a penthouse in Italy, and Henry wants them to have a model party to attract Duquesne to the party. Right. Well, something like he was going to – yeah, he was going to be – Duquesne was going to be there. Yeah, so they wanted him to do like a photo shoot knowing that it would draw him to the women. How he's going to know that they're there doing a photo shoot out in the streets, I don't know. In Italy. Nor right. specifically, just in Italy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but right, no, but that's basic. That was basically the premise. They're going to draw him there, knowing that he'll be there. But and they're basically they there to protect Cody. him. Yeah, because yeah. they're there to get Cody because they don't want Cody creating an international incident. Which right, right. understandable. Now, granted, I'm not exactly sure what part of the government these people are supposed to work for. <laughs> yeah, but know. yeah, they're trying to prevent an international incident. But right. right after this, so then Henry walks away, and Mac is kind of ticked because he's like, this is BS. He's like, so we're going to basically go after the guy but not worry about the guy who's actually killing people, has killed right. multiple people. And I got a clip of it because uh, Danielle kind of tries to talk him down. We're going after a good cop and a grieving father just to protect a possible homicidal maniac? Yeah. This is a terrific assignment. I say we blow it off and go home. 
I say we do whatever Henry wants and more. Well, you're not thinking of disobeying Henry and going out to the killer, are you? Whatever gave you that idea? Ah. Well, I like your style. I spend a lot of time in the stockade with people that think like you. Huh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just got to say a couple it, things about this. One, all right. We all know that this guy died on set in the show. Um, and he was probably getting ready to be a superstar. He was incredibly handsome, right? And like, just even his voice is like, you yeah. know, I'm, you know, I'm hot, right? I mean, you know, I've got, I've got some good pipes here as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like his chuckle because he does it a few times. Where, you know, at the end there, he's like, I, you know, <laughs> and spent time in stockade with people like you. She's like, uh huh. He's like, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He does that like a few times, like this weird little chuckle thing, and it's, I don't know, kind of cracked me up. But yes, this guy, uh, if he didn't die, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what he could have become. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because, yeah, he had the looks, he had the voice. He was a pretty good actor for this. I mean, he did, I didn't see him on a ton of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying he would have been like a movie star, but he could have certainly been a he TV could've. star. I mean, for, you never yeah. know. Never know. Yeah. Anyway. Could have gave uh, the Hoff a run for his money. I don't know. I think he would have been bigger than the Hoff. Yeah. It's hard to believe, but. It's hard to believe. Oh, and by the way, speaking of the Hoff, I was, <laughs> not to get too sidetracked, but I was uh, flipping through the channels and the guide or whatever, and I came across a thing, never knew it existed. It was called Killing Hasselhoff or something like that. Oh, wow. And it's a movie where Hasselhoff is playing himself. He got that. Um, I forgot what his name is. Ken from he was in the um, community, but he was also in the um, Hangover movies. Anyway, the Asian guy from the Hangover movies. But anyway, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like destitute. He's in like some death pool, and if like ha uh, Hasselhoff dies in a certain amount of time or whatever, he'll make like a bunch of money. So he's gonna try to kill him. <laughs> It really wasn't Sounds a good movie, but it was interesting. Um, but anyway, I digress. Cool. Um, all right. Oh, so there. So then they have this '80s photo. I don't know why I call it an '80s photo shoot. It's because they were playing because <laughs> it was music. <laughs> yeah, and it was like total '80s music and '80s hairstyles, and it was everything '80s. Like if you yeah. want nostalgia. Watch this photo sheet right here. Right. Um, and then uh, one of the models, of course, is flirting with Mac. And um, Of course. And then at the end of the photo shoot, like, the crowd applauded. And I was like. Right. And that's like, they, yeah. I, I noticed this. Do they that? <laughs> I, I mean, this happened in the last episode, too, where they were doing photo shoots. It's like, photo shoots is out in the middle of the street and people are just stopping and watching and yeah cheering them and <laughs> yeah like they like like they performed they didn't they just stood there really but right i mean i i'm, I'm not gonna knock models i don't know what they do i'm sure they're it's more yeah. than just standing there but yeah um, so then the ambassador shows up because he's attracted to the photo shoots with Duquesne, models. yes. Yeah, so he shows up, and uh, also uh, Cody, the Hawaiian shirted cop, uh, shows up. He's fishing. Yeah, he's kind of off. He's not really in the same area, but he's in the general vicinity, and somehow Max spots him walking down by a pier. I, I, Max spots like him from a mile like, and a half away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it had to be the Hawaiian shirt that was the giveaway. But I guess. I, 
I don't know how he spotted him, but so he he they take a break and Mac Mac walks over to talk to him, and like makes small talk like, "Hey, did you catch anything? Can I look at your tackle box?" And um, they, uh, I I was thinking like, if it were me, I wouldn't have wanted to make contact with the guy because I right. I feel like that would kind of not quite blowing your cover, but at least drawing attention to yourself, but. Um, there was a but little foreshadowing care. there. I don't know if you caught that because uh, Mac was asking, hey, uh, you know, can I see your tackle box? And he's like, he wouldn't let him see it, but he's like, right. All right, well, good luck. And he's like, luck has nothing to do with it. It's it's all in the bait you use. Yeah, oh. yeah, I got that. Yeah. Clever, clever. And while Mac was looking at his tackle box, he happened to spot his hotel key that he left prominently on top of the tackle box with his room number Basically in neon colors, <laughs> so we yeah. can see where he was staying. Um, yeah, like, is it a spinner? No, that's his hotel key right there. But. <laughs> I don't know anything about fishing, so I don't know what a what spinner even is. But anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so now Mac just strolls basically over to the guy's hotel and goes into his room. And because uh, he wants to find out what he's doing there and if he has probably any, any weapons or whatever. And as he's rifling through, he finds a photo of him with his daughter. And that's one of the guys that was killed. And at just that point, that's when um, Cody shows up and he's like, uh, Can you give me a good reason why you're following me here? <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, honestly, he could have put a bullet in them right there. And right. It would have been, it would have been justified. But this guy uh, is a cop and he's, you know, probably doesn't want to kill people. He doesn't really have to. Yeah. <laughs> Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. But, but, it's you know, messy. Matt gave him a good story. He's like, hey, I'm actually undercover security for these girls because we hear their stuff going on and we want, want to try to protect them. And he's like, you seemed weird. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, you got a freshwater tackle box in the salt water, basically. So that's why I came to check you out. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. I don't know if that's actually true or not. Are there different things yeah. you use? I have no yeah. idea. I thought that was I thought that was good, too. But then I was thinking, does that mean he brought the tackle box from From the United home? States? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it was his personal tackle box, I'm sure. Hmm. Okay. And then... Um, and, and he then, lives in Dallas, so he's nowhere anywhere near an ocean, so he wouldn't have yeah, any of that stuff. He would just have freshwater stuff. So, so then he just totally lets down his guard and tells uh, Mac everything, like, "Oh, it's my daughter. I'm here. Yeah. You know, blah blah blah." Uh, and kind of gives, uh, you know, what he thinks happened, how it all worked. Um, right. I thought I had gives a clip him some of photos. It, but I, I didn't. He's like, here, look at these photos. Like, <laughs> hands it all over. Yeah. To him. Oh, but anyway, yeah, I swore I took a clip of this because the the part of the the premise that the guy gives or how he thinks he got away with it, at least with his daughter, was reminded me of a lot of a Columbo episode, not one we have done. But so he's talking about how he was at some event and they were showing some movie and he was speaking to the people at the thing, but he's like, but I gotta somehow he got a clip or whatever and there's a documentary that's exactly the same audio so he's like he started off like basically pretending like he was there speaking the whole time but in really he had an hour to leave while people were watching this and then come back at the end oh yeah and there's a whole Columbo episode that's kind of the premise how he gets away with the murder or well tries to get away with the murder too same thing where he has something recorded 
he starts off doing the you know live and it's another well, Robert Culp episode so and that just happened in the uh Charlie's Angels episode we did too remember <laughs> in the, the the Halloween oh one? yeah 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 with yeah. a haunted house or whatever yeah recording exactly that'll get you the right. magic of recording audio in 1984 yes. The oh yeah, but then I do have I that. do have a little clip here though, because then he does talk, you know, because basically Max like, well, why can't you go to the feds with this or whatever? And he talks about having about as much pull as Custer with the Indians. But here we go, I got a clip, and I think actually this describes a little bit of him talking about the the murder plot. Look, they ran some kind of fundraising documentary film in a room that was as dark as a coal mine. It was pitch black. Duquesne started off talking on a microphone, but I got hold of that film. And his narration is right there recorded on it. So that gave him an hour to leave the room, go to Karen's killer, and get back. I timed it. You run all this past the New York City police? Yeah, I ran it past him. I'm a country cop, man. I had about as much pull as Custer with the Indians. <laughs> he's a country cop. If he's actually a cop for Dallas, Dallas is not really. I mean, it's country, but it's pretty <laughs> fucking big city. It's not like Hazard County. But. Yeah, yeah. They had a whole TV show about that uh, town. Um. Anyway, so yeah. So then, where do we go to after that? What happens after that? Um. Oh, so Matt, he, he makes a deal with Mac, right? They're like, all right, you know, we'll kind of work together. Yeah. Right. You just whatever. So then they go to the photo shoot again, and he tells Danielle, and she's like, "What? I can't believe you did this without talking to me." Um. <laughs> You know, I he tries to, to go Henry. through something like he's like, "Hey, I don't think he really wants to kill him." Right, right. And she's like, like yeah, "Okay, no, he, just to, yeah. <laughs> he just wants to bring him in." And then, um, then they cut to uh, Duquesne, and he's got this like shrine of the models with all the like your typical <laughs> yep. the shrine you you know the stereotypical shrine. So it's like a mirror yeah, with it's forty exactly pictures of models cut out around it. And candles burning all around. Right. Um, it like seems like he leaves the candles burning all the time, and I'm surprised he's never had a fire, but... Right. With all that paper. Yeah. And, uh, and there's also... And obviously there's a cutout in the middle of all the pictures, so his face can fit in there for the camera to see him with all the pictures right. around him. Yeah. But yeah, no. And I said, for your typical stalker, that would be so they can see themselves, I guess, <laughs> surrounded yeah. by all the models. But. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I've never built a shrine, so I don't know how it's. I haven't either, and I was I was thinking about it. It seems like a lot of work, a lot of effort, right? And I'm not sure what it achieves. You need a Uh, lot of lot of time to cut out all those pictures, a lot of rubber cement to put them all together. Yeah, it's like doing some sort of project in eighth grade or something. I might try it this weekend. just and use like, pictures of my wife or something, and uh, <laughs> you could use pictures of uh, the Mac. <laughs> yeah, been, yeah. So then your wife just see what kind of reaction like, I get from the family. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like dad's been in the bathroom a long time, and then I'll come out and just not say anything. Just and just who like, goes in next, and then whoever goes in there next is just like attached to the mirror. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would be great. Uh, anyway. <sighs> You should do that and post it on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, back to the photo shoot. Um, let's see. Oh, so there's, again, totally 80s. A couple exotic cars, 
Mac yeah. has a wool sweater on and it's like <laughs> 150 outside out. yeah so <laughs> they take a break and the the cop shows up and you kind of see him in the background and mac goes to check on him and the cop was all sweaty i thought that meant something like okay he's gonna like pass out or something but i guess it was just hot <laughs> out um yeah and then then the cops show up so he's like dude i thought we had a deal you went and like called the cops he's like no no so then um, Cody he just clubs him. He clubs uh, <laughs> Mac right over the head. <laughs> like, just knocks him out. Like, Yeah. Was, and he's like, I'm sorry, but a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Yeah. He, and he was he was almost like, he's like, yeah, I, you know, I like you, but <laughs> I, I, yeah. I still had to knock you out. But, um, and then... Uh, so he's kind of laying there, and then the, the one of the models introduces Duquesne to, I don't know who. Danielle. Some, Danielle. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. I guess uh And then um, the, in the meantime, like, Cody's setting up his shot. He's got he's got him in his sights. He's about to, you know, just pop one off into him. Um, and Mac, I guess, has woken up from his, his slumber. Yeah. And he, he runs over and he like dives and knocks a couple people over after the shot was fired. Um, but he's I guess still saves them. Yeah. And and then um, Cody gets away. Yeah. I guess does Cody get away? Does Duquesne get away? I guess they both get away, right? Because Duquesne's not dead and Cody got Cody. Yeah, and I don't think he even like got a shot off towards Mac, right? I mean towards Duquesne really. It was nowhere near I, him, it seemed like. Yeah, it didn't seem like it. I don't think, yeah. I, well, I, I guess he was right around there, but I don't know. But, yeah, no one got hit. So, and then, yeah, yeah, he just basically, what, jumps in a car and takes off? I don't even know how he took off. He was just gone. I don't, I don't even remember an escape scene. I just remember him being gone. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think he just took off. You're right. I mean, I think he had a car right there, and he just jumped into it and got away. But there was like no chase or anything because there was no, yeah, no time. But then, for it. Uh, but then we cut back to the hotel, and um, so there we've got Henry, Mac, and Danielle, right, arguing about this the case, and you know, Mac's like the guy's not a killer, you know, Duquesne's the bad guy, and then, then. Timing, Duquesne shows up knocking on the door and comes right. in. Well, and before, like, <laughs> before that, so yeah, so they're all arguing. They're saying, no, Duquesne's at the club. Blah, blah. Um, so wait, so Henry, okay, so Henry says this is a bad thing. Basically, he's like, this makes us look bad, right? Mac is pissed because the cops showed up early before. He's like, how are we supposed to explain that? You know, now I'm, you know, Danielle's on Mac's side. He's like, Mac is right, I think, in this one. And Henry's thinking that now that Duquesne is barricaded in the embassy because he's worried about something happen. Um, and yeah, and just right then it's also like, <laughs> you're knocking. Yeah. It's like Duquesne's at the door. And I think I have that clip right here. Um, yeah, I think this this one here. Hopefully I got the right one. Do you honestly believe that hunting down a grieving father instead of a psychopathic killer is the kind of image you want to sell of American justice? We're going after Duquesne. No, we're not. Yes, we are. 
That's not why we're here. Well, it is now. You made it look like I went back on my word. Danielle, will you please talk some sense into this? I'm on his side. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> We've probably already blown our cover. We can't begin to explain why the police arrived before the shooting. And as far as our friend Mr. Duquesne is concerned, he's probably barricaded himself inside of his embassy by now. <laughs> and that knock right there nope. is him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he comes in to invite him to a party. Right. Like, exactly. He's like, he's not hey, shaking at all. No. Hey, I got a new villa that's all ready. I'm going to have a party. I want you guys to be there. I've only just met you literally yesterday. Right. <laughs> and almost got killed because of you. But. Right. But you have several hot women with you. So obviously I want you to come to my place. Right. Right. And that's basically the whole reason why he wants him there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then the whole, the 80s vibe, man, running strong through this episode. They get to the party. Oh, wait, but before that, I'm sorry, before that even, like, Henry's like, oh, no, we can't. We got uh, that thing to do at that place or whatever. And Max and uh, Danielle's like, we'll be there. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, no, we don't. We don't. No, we don't. No. (laughs) Yeah, she shuts him down. Yeah, but But I I thought actually, uh, what's his name? Oscar Goldman, Richard Dean answered. Yeah, I think uh, Richard. Yeah, um, he. I thought he did pretty good at the show because a few times he kind of got like, basically like talked down from both of them. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah. whatever, you know. Right. So, anyway. But, but they, I, and they go I, to I the also party. think he's a good cop oh, type person. Like, you know, and he has that voice. It's like always got some sort of authority well, to it. You know he, what yeah, I, mean? I was gonna say he's always like there's. You can He's, only take him seriously. You know what I mean? Like, right, no... exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right. So, finally, they get to the party. <laughs> and Sorry. So, they got Michael, Michael Jackson playing, um, which a is awesome. A poor rendition of it. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't a real thing. It was a cover. Oh, I just didn't like even the, notice. Just Are like the, sure? Yeah, it was. It was not the real okay. thing. All right. I didn't, they I probably couldn't I didn't. get the rights to it. I don't know. Just remember, like uh, remember, like Night Rider, same creator. They never had the real song. It was always like someone else singing a song that was kind of like it. Oh, <laughs> <Anyway. laughs> uh, yeah. I just I don't remember that. Yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, yeah, they show up at the house, the party. They show up at the party, and. Let's see. Now I lost, I lost where I'm at here. So all right, they show up at the party. Um, the eerie music kicks in again, and we get to see the shrine yeah. again. Um, and then Duquesne is like warming his hands over the candle. <laughs> yeah. like, what the hell? I don't hell? know what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. And and then he pours wax onto one of the photos. Right. I, I, it means something in psychopath. Sure language but I'm, I'm not sure um and then some guys dancing oh is that that's bubba is that bubba dancing at the party yes it is okay doing some yeah she basically dancing. danielle tells him to go out there and keep an eye on the girls so he's like well if i'm gonna be out the girls i want to be dancing she's like i don't care just go out there yeah so, put, so he's he like some moves the on. entertainment then from from yeah. that point on um and then Duquesne and, and Danielle are talking and uh, a little flirtatiously, I think, you know. Yeah, about he talks about something about a moth to a flame. 
I'm like, yeah. is that in relation to your shrine downstairs? What? <laughs> yeah, right. And then, yeah, she's like, well, are you the moth or the flame? Or I don't know where she was right. going with that. But, right. And, um, then, and then as they're talking, Mac is out dancing with one of the girls. And I don't yeah. know if you heard with one of the girls what she said oh, to him. She's like, oh, yeah. Oh, if only you had money <laughs> or yeah. his money. If, I'm like, if only you had his money. I'm like, if I wow. haven't heard that same line a thousand times, Mike, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, I'm like, he's like 10 times hotter than him. I mean, what, <laughs> you know, you're good looking, but if you had that guy's money, yeah, you'd be, uh, you'd be worth it. But, uh, and then, uh, so Max, like, hey, uh, uh, Danielle, can you keep Duquesne, you know, occupied for 10 minutes? And then she's like, sure. So I, I, I don't know what was happening here, where he went. But he's like, well, climbing. he went in the house. Yeah. So he went up these stairs and he ends up at like this balcony that overlooks like a room, you know, and then he yeah. basically climbs down that into that room. Yeah. And okay. then. There's a door, and then through that door is just the shrine room, I guess, because he just opens it up, and it's all right there in front of him. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like a closet or what it was. I don't know. Maybe he smelled wax burning. I don't know how we knew it was in there. <laughs> yeah. I smelled wax on his fingers when he came up. So, yeah, I don't know. But then um, Cody walks in with a gun, and they get into kind of a scuffle. Yeah. And uh, Cody takes him out. Right. Yeah, this is like out in the hallway or something, right? After he leaves that room? Yeah, right outside the shrine. How he got in that house, I have no idea. Right. Yeah, it's a party. And then, so the next scene, they're in the car. And Harry's like, you know, we need to leave. We got our guy. Max like, no. What the hell was he doing? What do I have? Mac, Mac wakes wakes up. Right, Mac. Yeah. Th- so what we cut to is the next day. Okay. So I, they, didn't, I didn't clearly Mac, define what Mac wakes. Here. They wake Mac up in bed, and they're like, "Hey, Rachel's missing." And they're like, "What?" And and basically, she went out with Duquesne. My, I'm like, why have they not told these girls to not go anywhere with this <laughs> yeah. guy at this point? Because remember, right. when they went, they basically sent these. These people, or they actually, I'm sorry, they already were in Italy, but they sent him to them to do this stuff, not telling these girls at all that this guy was a serial killer that kills models. Right, right. They didn't say that at all. And she did leave a note (laughs) saying she was going out for fun in the sun. So they're like, okay, what does that mean? But in the meantime, they go visit Cody in jail because they want to get some information that he might have gleaned about Duquesne at this point. Okay, right, and right, right, right. they make him a deal. If you help us, we'll get you out of this jail and take you home and just get you sent home. And, you know, Mac explains about the shrine and, you know, they said, you know, they want his help since he seems to know all of his moves. And, uh, of course, Cody's kind of pissed because he's like, you put me in this jail. <laughs> Why would I want to help you out? And then Danielle's like, I knew your daughter and we can't get bring her back, but they can have, help their stop in her memory, basically, or whatever. And then I, I got a clip here where Cody goes through some uh, information he's gleaned, which we've already figured it out, which watching this show after like five minutes, but, you know, they <laughs> couldn't figure this out themselves. So hold on a second. Oh, hey. 
He likes women. He likes hunting. He likes boats. Now, last Friday, I followed him to a boat basin. He has a luxury yacht there. My guess is that's where he is. Interesting. Right. So, what's her name? Left a note that she was out for fun in the sun. They've got to know this guy's got a boat. Well, how would they? Why do they have to go to him? <laughs> this is my my thought. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, they couldn't have put that together. And then they. So what do they do? Oh, they're like, oh, we'll throw a fashion party. Yes. Um, right. Right. They're like, we know we know how to get out there without. I don't know. They're worried about freaking him out, I guess, so that he wouldn't attack Rachel that was on the boat with her. Because at one point we do cut to her on the boat and she's like, oh, hi. And he's like in the drawer looking at a knife that's just like loose in there, like a junk yeah. drawer almost. Like He's like preparing his His, his, his murder knife is in this like loose in this drawer. <laughs> yeah. And then and um, she, you know, Rachel pops her head in. Hey, what's going on? He's like, oh, nothing. He shuts the drawer. I'm like, what? Well, and then he, he brings her some, some food and he's got the knife hidden under the platter of food. Right. Well, that and, comes uh, later. First. Yeah, because then what happens, like you said, is they get us, they rent a speedboat and they all just go bolting out to where he is. How they know where he is in his boat, I don't know. Really? Exactly. But they pull up right to him. They're like, hey, we're here for a party. Because it's, they pretend, was they pretend like they were doing a birthday party for Rachel or something? I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. She's all excited. She thinks that Duquesne set it up. I don't know. So um, that spoils the murder right there. Right, and that's when you see him, like you said, he's got this like tray of like cold cuts. He's like bringing order because he's like telling her before that he's like, "Close your eyes, I got a surprise, I got a surprise." Oh, yeah, yeah, right. And he's like, "Here's some meat, <laughs> on a tray. Here's I don't some know. salami." Uh, and then, like when they pull up on the boat, he kind of like slides his hand underneath, and we get to see a knife and a towel. I'm like, "We didn't yeah. need to see that. We figured it out." Right. Um. Uh, do, 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 where was it? Uh, so that, then they then they cut back to the hotel, right? Yeah, I guess so. I'm trying to figure out there was uh, something I missed because at one point they say something about being on the wrong. Oh, 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 because oh, when they're all talking and uh, they're worried about Rachel screwing something up somehow or saying the wrong thing to him. Like, if she says the wrong thing, the, that boat will be in Yugoslavia by the morning. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, yeah. So then um, they, yeah. So the next day, what? They, uh, uh, the, the next Henry day wants, like, still wants him to leave. I think Henry wants him to yeah. leave still. And they're like, no, we want to get Duquesne. And this is, and so uh, all the girls show up, and one of the girls gets a call <laughs> from him, the guy. Uh, I forgot which one got. I think Gretchen got the call. And... You know, she says they want to go out, but he's got to go to Paris. But, you know, he gives her a number to call. Right. And, um, and that's but, when they're uh, like, oh, he's a killer, by the way. <laughs> well, She's it even like, took what? a little bit. Yeah, it even took a little bit. Yeah, because they're like, okay, what we want you to do is we want you to call him. Now, here's the deal. One thing we forgot to tell you, he's <laughs> murdered like 10 women already. <laughs> right. And I actually think, wait, I think I have a clip of that where they start explaining that stuff to her. 
because they still want her to make this call because they want to try to track him down and make sure he's really in Paris. Yeah. Here I get a little bit. Had a phone number in Paris and still be in Italy. I don't know. We'll figure that out later. Danny, I think Gretchen should make that call. I agree. But you should know you could be in a little bit of danger. Unfortunately, it's the only way to stop this man. He's he's a killer. <laughs> You're asking a lot. That's the first time they've okay. told her that. I'm out. You'll be safe. I'll be with you all the time, so you'll be safe. Okay, sure. <laughs> you could be in danger. He's a killer. Right. But then they get the number checked out, and they're like, well, wait, it really is a Paris number. So they're confused, like, how's this working? And Max, like, there's no way he's in Paris. And they know right. he's there. Right. And then, do I have a clip of this or no? I can't remember if I took it or not. Yeah. So then... As they're there trying to figure out this plan, the phone rings in Gretchen's room again, or just rings this time. So they answer it and hear this little bit what happens. Hello? Yeah, just a minute. It's for you, Mr. Taylor. Thank you, Gretchen. I had my calls forwarded because... Of course. Call forwarding. <laughs> and totally non-traceable. You make a phone call and it's immediately forwarded to the new program number. That means DeCain could still be in this building. So, right. Now, I was really expecting, the way they did this, call forwarding, that's right, you dial star 77 and a phone call gets it. You should call, (laughs) when we get home, let's call AT&T and get this set up on our phone. Because this really seemed like it was like a product placement that they just never mentioned the product. You know what I mean? Right, right. It was just the way they did it. It was was hilarious. It was. It was like so coincidental too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, call forwarding. Yeah. Oh my god! And now, granted, in this 1984, call forwarding was pretty new, and they probably wouldn't have thought of it right away. But um, seeing as how Henry had his calls forwarded there today, you think it would have popped into his brain. Yeah. But anyway, I just loved how it just seemed like such a product placement. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I remember like call forwarding. Like, did any? No one used that anyway. Really? No. No. I mean, you might have tried it out, but you never really used it, you know? Yeah, because didn't it ring different, too? So, like, if you're at your friend's house, it would ring twice or something like that? But, like, that, what or... if you forgot and I know. the call was and all your somebody else in your calls are forwarded and... to your friend's house. Right. You forget when you get home. And, like, we didn't get, like, you know, we didn't all have our own phone line, so. No, you know, exactly. So calling for your mom. It's, you know, it's like, <laughs> just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't work out well. But. Uh, uh. All right, so and and then wasn't he dressed like a woman when he was on the phone with the model? Was he? Yeah, I didn't know if that was yet. Well, he was talking on the. Let's see, when when we she didn't, was talking to him, because we I don't know if we saw that part yet. So basically, okay. what happens to do this part quick? So we see Mac outside. They're setting up cameras. They're basically setting up cameras to look in Gretchen's room, but also in the hallway. And while he's out there, some old lady checks in the room next to her. And he's like, oh, whatever. And yeah, so that's when um, there is a call being made. But I forgot, was that the call to Gretchen or was that later? But you're right. There is one call where you see him. Like, we all knew it was him. Like, yeah. Because, you know, it was like, it wasn't a very good. It was a like, lame they disguise. Didn't pull anything, <laughs> they didn't pull anything over us. But yeah, then we see that it's him. They dress as a woman so no one would pay attention to him coming in the building. Um, okay, yeah. I, I so, didn't think it through. I just saw him dressed as a woman. 
I'm like, yeah. this is just so weird. Yeah, exactly. But, okay. but yeah, and as he's on the phone, he does take take his gloves off and he pulls the knife out and everything. So yeah. um, now we're what? So Oscar Goldman goes down to the lobby. Mac is like hiding in the hallway or something. Somewhere else. Yeah, he's and somewhere else. Danielle is in one room watching the TV screens. And Gretchen's in her room, and Diane, Danielle's watching her, just kind of pacing her room. Right, and she's, see, she's watching her because she wants kind of protecting her, right? Wants to make sure nothing happens. Right, exactly. And, you know, as soon as we see all this get put together, I wrote down here at this point, I go, he's going after Danielle instead. Oh, yeah. I already saw yeah. that that was coming. <laughs> yeah. So you see him pick a lock, and then you see a door open, him opening the door, and then you look, and it's the door's opening behind Danielle. And she doesn't see it, obviously, because she's looking at the screens. And I don't think I took a copy. Yes, I did. So this is where he's supposed to sound badass, I guess. But he's now he actually sounds like an old lady when he says this to her, when he grabs Danielle and, you know, basically tries to surprise her. Waiting for me, Danny. You thought I was after Gretchen, but why bother with the ladies of the court when I can go for the queen? <laughs> Mac. It's like a Disney movie. Yeah, exactly. It was that very good. Um, and then somehow Mac just figures it out because they're on the Mac. Like you heard Mac on the radio there at the end, and he's talking to Henry. He's like, "No one's showing up." He's like, "Oh my god, he's after Danielle." <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah, right. why it just popped into his head. I, oh, I think- he's brilliant. I think what popped into his head is like, oh, we got like 10 minutes left in this episode. We got to wrap this up somehow. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And um, uh, so he basically, uh, what does he do? He um, busts into the room, right? At that point? Yeah. Well, Matt just, yeah, he just busts in. And, oh, and they um, kind of fight, right? And he gets pushed back against the cabinet. Or whatever, and as he gets pushed back to it, he slides open a drawer and there's a gun in there or whatever, right? And he slides it into his pocket. He, like, sneaks it out of a yeah. like, little box. Yeah. yeah, because she's got, like, the knife to him and he doesn't want to do anything. And um, they kind of go out into the hallway. She's He's walking back with her, the bad guy. Duquesne's walking with Danielle, knife to her neck, and she, he's got the gun on her. And then Cody walks in the other door and... um. You know, he's got a gun, too. And, you know, they're trying to figure out what to do. And Duquesne's like, you can't shoot me. You'll get her or I'll kill her. And Cody's like, right. He had, uh, basically, Max said to Cody, he's like, you're right. You can't do this. He's like, I, however, am yeah, a level right. four marksman. <laughs> you might not know what that means. But do you see that zero next to your head? Because he's like right next to a sign with like numbers. And he shoots out like one of the zeros. He's like, the next shot's going into your head. And then... Yeah. Which should have been just what he did to begin with. Right. And then basically he curls up into a ball in the fetal position and like starts sucking his thumb or something weird. Yes. I, don't know I what swear he was that's what happened. <laughs> and then like Cody smiles and, and walks out. He just walk, he just leaves. And then the, the, the two, like Mac and Danielle hug while this guy is like. On the floor. On the no floor one else. No one's guarding his, him. His, his thumb. <laughs> And it was bizarre. Um, yeah, but I still say Max should have put the bullet right in the guy because right. you don't kind of you don't have all this conversation, right? Like, hey, I have this degree, and well, know. again, he didn't want to get into an international incident. But even though they work for some, 
I don't even know who they work for. Does the guy <laughs> still get immunity? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm Probably gonna, not I'm for murder. Say, yeah. I think murder gets taken away. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think you, I think it's immunity is immunity, but yeah. I'm no politician. I have no idea. So right. So uh, then they end up outside. Right, they're all packing up and getting ready to go, and they all meet up. Cody shows up at their hotel, and he's like, right. ah, "I'm not going home right away. I got some things I got to do." And then I took a took this down because it almost seemed like now again we've only watched this episode and the pilot, so I don't know. It almost seems like here they have this little conversation. It almost seems like they're trying to put like um like a thing together, like the A team, you know. If you need help and you can find them, blah blah blah. You know, you yeah. may, it's so. This is what Mac and Cody talking to to each other. Well, uh, let's just say we travel a lot, Cody. Every now and then we run into a friendly face from the old U.S. of A. that could use a little help. You just happen to be one of them. Strictly unofficial. Oh yeah, strictly unofficial. Well, I don't know how it works, but I sure do admire your choice of hired hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're. Uh, all like sisters to me, Cody. <laughs> yeah. So that whole part where like sometimes we meet some people from the USA that need a little bit of help. You know, so I don't know. It seemed like yeah. they were trying to put something together with that. Right. We'll have to right. see if it comes up again. Yeah, exactly. And, and that was it. And I guess they got the bad guy. And they, Cody yeah. just gets to go home even though he shot at some people, knocked out Max several times or a couple of times. <laughs> I'm sure that gun was not legal. In any country. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, true. But he just gets to go home. So yeah, that's all fine yeah. and good. No no diplomatic immunity there, but he gets to go home. Yeah. But yeah, that was it. That was it. Good uh, good episode. Yeah, no, and it wasn't I, bad. It, you know, I did, for whatever reason, look up this guy's tragic death story one more time after watching <laughs> this. Because I'm like, the guy was pretty good, you know? Yeah. So, well, that's I what did. I think we have to do. I I, I kind of want to. Hopefully, we can find them all. Watch all the episodes that he was in, and then one of the new guy, and then stop it there. I don't really <laughs> want to continue. Yeah. But I do want to watch one with the new guy because you know, I just mean, to compare. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so that's the end of this. This was fine, I guess. It was not it was good. Best, I liked it. Mystery I, or whatever, but I enjoyed this one. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I'd watch it again. Yeah. All right, but uh, before we go any further, I got a promo time. Yay! So I got two different promos for us to run here this time. So what we got is from one of our uh, Big Heads Media people. Um, this is Podisk U. But also I want to run one, too. It's a podcast called Fanboy and the Hater. It's from... Uh, we're also part of a group, an official group, I guess you want to call it Pod Nation on uh, Podchaser. If you look on podchaser.com, um, there's, uh, you can make um, groups and lists there, and we're uh, part of the Pod Nation group there. So look us up there. There's about 50, 40 some of us, something like that. And uh, Fanboy and the Hater is one of them, and they kind of got this whole thing rolling with putting promos together. So here they are in succession. Welcome, everybody, to the Potterskew Podcast. I am... Whoa, 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 dude. This is our promo, not the show. I'm Rico. Oops, my bad. I'm CJ. We're the host of the Potterskew Podcast. We are fans of pretty much anything and everything pop culture, including movies, TV shows, books, video games, comics, music, and, of course, Kevin Smith. Now, while we do keep our fingers on the pulse of Silent Bob, 
He certainly doesn't need our help in promoting him. You got that right. We do our own thing with inspiration from the man and his mantra of why not. We've got stories from celebrities we've interviewed, theories of our own for certain movies, and we usually have a great debate on almost anything. We also do commentaries on movies. Sometimes we ask our fans what they want to watch with us. So, if you love the timbre of our vocal cords and you want to watch a movie at the same time, give us a listen. Stay tuned every Monday. There's always something new. And if you've been good this year, we may even give you some bonus episodes from time to time. So be good, subscribe, and enjoy Pod Askew. Proud members of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. All right, and then here's the other one. Fanboy and the Hater. Are you looking for some great indie podcasts to listen to? Check out the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com, where you can find a list of great indie podcasts, get links to their official websites, and even listen to some of their episodes without needing to create an account or log in. Here's an example of one of the great indie podcasts you can find on Pod Nation. I'm Mike Hall. I'm Jim Harris. I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater. Our podcast is The Fanboy and the Hater. Where we discuss the best and worst in movies, TV, and pop culture. We are available on all major podcast platforms. Including Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and many more. Join us while we argue about the things that we love. Like Star Wars, superheroes, and science fiction. And the things that we wish were better. Like Star Wars, superheroes, and science fiction. So tune in to The Fanboy and the Hater. We would be honored if you would join us. It is your destiny. So once again, for some great indie podcasts, check out the Pod Nation list on podchaser.com. All right, so check those out after you're done uh, checking ours out, of course. But yeah, so uh, anyway, um, we do not know what we're doing next week, right? Did we talk about that yet? No, we have not yet talked about it. Okay. We'll figure something out. We'll let you know. Check the Twitters, the Facebooks. We'll look for your suggestions, and we'll grab something, and we'll we'll be back. (laughs) You make it sound like there was a chance we weren't. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. really. we'll be back. I swear to God, we'll be back regardless. But yeah, one way or the other. All right. Uh, so, any final thoughts on this one? Uh, nope. I, I which it was, I, oh, good, it was a good watch. What I, we I'd need to it. do next year, we got to find a Voyagers episode and watch that with uh, this guy too. Remember the show? Yeah. Goes back in time. Yep. That was that was one of my favorite shows. Anyway, um, was it right. Voyagers? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's we'll look that fin- up. Fin- he was Phineas Bogg, right? Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. watched it, but I just that name always stuck with me. <laughs> it's you know, it's not a normal name, you know, not one you hear every day. No, right. <laughs> like you right. use it at restaurants and stuff, but yeah, I, I use that all the time when I want to check into a hotel and uh, be anonymous. Right. I don't yeah. want people to find me. <laughs> right. Uh, I believe you have a name, uh, hotel room under the name Phineas Bogg. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though if you go to like ireland there's probably a lot of people named phineas bog there Could be. 
I'm just kidding. Anyway, anything else? That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all. All right. For this episode, I used to watch us. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll talk to you next time. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.